0: What is up, everybody? Ryan, ATX Metal Podcast, back again with another episode. And in this episode, I sit down and talk to Ashley and Colin of the band Tulip, a symphonic groove metal band out of Denton, Texas. They're getting ready to head out overseas on a really, really solid tour, touring all across Europe with multiple dates in all kinds of fun cities and they actually have two shows, hometown, not hometown shows, but they have two local shows, one in Dallas at Trees on January 26th, and then they head out to Houston at White Oak Music Hall on the 27th, and they will be accompanied by none other, Oceans of Slumber and Hiniana, uh, two very complimentary bands, and if you don't know who they are, go check them out because they are locals as well. You know what I'm saying? Always support the locals and, you know, always find new music. But we talked about how they met, where they met. They're actually originally from Canada and grew up in the evangelical church circuit, but they are no longer a part of that. And sadly, sadly, we did not get to chat about that because, like I said... My computer decided to just completely melt down it multiple iterations during this interview, but we were able to salvage a fair amount of this interview. It's packed full of good information about who they are, their sound, their upcoming European tour, all this, all the fun stuff. And to include their time that they've already spent over there um, prior to all of this, Uh, it was a really insightful show show, a really insightful conversation, and I cannot wait to talk to them when they get back. Yep, there is going to be a Tulip part two where they tell us all about their European travels and everything in between. So stick around, hang out, subscribe if you haven't. If you're new here, thanks for coming and stopping by. If you're a dedicated follower, shout out to you guys. Um, give us a like and subscribe. But anyway, also shout out to Come and Take It Live and Come and Take It Productions. Head over to Come and Take It Live or Come and Take It Productions.com. Check out the calendar, the event calendar tab. If you see a show that you like, say you see a headliner name, scroll down a little bit and see if there's a local on that show. And then reach out to that band and say, hey, I'd like to come see the, you know, X band, but I hear you guys are opening up. Do you guys have any tickets for sale? Because that money goes directly back into that band's pockets. And then the venue goes, holy shit, they sold all of their tickets. Let's fucking bring them back, man. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm just, I'm always, always in support of, of helping the local band's at at any cost and the smallest thing that you can do is buy the tickets directly from them but anyway uh tulip symphonic groove metal here we go What's up, everybody? Ryan ATX Metal Podcast back again with another interview, and on this interview is Tulip from Dallas. We have been trying to connect for the longest time. They've come down to Austin. We've set up multiple attempts to try and get this hammered out, but finally, finally today is the day. And uh, today we have Ashley and Colin on. Uh, go ahead and int- uh, well, we already introduced you. Uh, tell us what you do in the band. Who all's not here and what you guys do. And then we'll just kind of go from there. I wish
1: they were here. Um, I'm Ashley. I am the vocalist in the band.
2: And I play guitar. I'm Colin. And we are missing our second guitar player, Cody Casillas. And we also have our drummer, Ryan Claxton, that is not with us because he is in a different country. At the moment. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh. fun dynamic there with having a drummer um, across the border in Canada. Yeah.
0: So for those that aren't familiar, I'll go ahead and say it. You guys aren't, and this is just in my opinion, you guys aren't the, like the typical metal band. You guys are symphonic, atmospheric, theatrical. It's, it's a whole thing. So for those that aren't familiar with you, give the, give the best pitch. Let's try and, let's try and get some more fans on board. Uh, Tell us, what is tulip, and what is the sound that you guys generate?
1: Well, you came up with sure. the you came up with this great phrase apocalyptic musical theater because I have a whole opera musical theater background, so when you see us live, I am like all over the place, it's really dramatic, and um yeah, I mean, our vocal lines and it's very like vocally centered, but there's also a lot of orchestra in the background, but it's also super heavy, I think. Yeah. I
2: think like when you think of symphonic metal, right? Most people would probably think of the European sound, right? That that a lot Epica. of those bands. Yeah, all the way back to Nightwish and yeah. you know, more recently like Flesh God Apocalypse, like that European neoclassical sound is more what you would think of. So because we're American, uh I would I would kind of classify our symphonic elements as being derived from more of like uh to Ashley's point, like a musical theater or more with a pop sensibility than yeah. like a true classical sensibility. So that, that's maybe where we would draw that distinction. But again, it's, you know, labels are labels, so you have to take a listen and see what you think for yourself.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. It's always, I mean, in today's, I guess, today's market, it's almost like you, Not you have to be all your deathcore, your hardcore, your gent, but in, you know, everybody's taking elements from those genres and creating some really wild stuff. Yeah. And you got, I've, I've listened to, I don't know how many tracks. Um, Ghost of Keeve is my, one of my top faves. It's my favorite. And I just, I, I wanted, I wanted to ask just kind of like early Tulip, you, you say that you are a classically trained opera singer and i was when i read it i was like yeah that checks out that makes total sense so explain to me how we get from classically trained opera singer to a four piece symphonic metal band getting ready to go on tour to europe
1: everybody asks that same question and it's a great question because I, it was honestly because of this guy because colin had the ears that i mean he has Great production ears. He could tell we met like at church, singing in church, which we're not a part of anymore. We can get into that later. But he could tell that I was able to sing over an orchestra. And he was like, maybe you could sing over a metal band. And I had no idea. I didn't know anything about metal. And he introduced me to like really great bands Amaranth, Kuna Coil, these women that are uh, uh, who's Battle Beast these women that can really wail. And I had to do a lot of work with Melissa Cross, who's my teacher, to to pivot from singing a bit more like this to really being able to sing in a metal band. So Colin was the genesis of it, but uh, I quickly, I fell in love with it really pretty quickly.
0: Yeah. So Colin, whenever you heard that, I guess, how'd you guys meet? Let's start there. How'd you guys meet? If you don't mind me asking.
2: Ashley mentioned we met in a church. So just roll it way back. We live in Texas today. um, but We grew up in Canada. Um, So we moved to Texas uh, 2018. We kind of went back and forth for a bit, but we're here now. Um, And so when we met, we were both part of the evangelical community um, in Toronto. And of course, Ashley mentioned we we wouldn't attribute our, ourselves to that uh, worldview anymore. But of course, at the time, it meant that we spent a lot of time in church. Um, so we spent a lot of time working together around the music and, um, you know, Ashley led. So she would, you know, typically on a Sunday play piano and sing and I would play guitar. So there's a lot of space in between that yeah. <laughs> to today. Yeah. Um,
1: but that's where we're at.
2: But that's, yeah. that's, that's, the, that's the, the very short version.
1: Yeah.
0: No, cool yeah, I mean, that's I, I, honestly, that's just, you know, it's not every day that you see a, a legitimate couple, you know, it, continuing the journey in a music career. Typically, it's, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend, and then something happens, and then the, right. you know they split up and so on and so forth. But for you guys to actually, you know, do it as a as a power couple, and oh, thank you, know, you now you're getting ready, ready to go on tour uh, no it's it's i understand you know i've been with my wife now 15 years and you know that's that's tough work you know (laughs) especially when you throw in the mix kids and you know you guys have five total collectively which hats off yes and one
1: is we're so sorry she's
0: back. (laughs)
1: back (laughs) <laughs> anyway. It's but okay. Yeah. It's can, okay. I can keep checking. It's life. I know you get it. I know you get it. But anyway.
0: No, and that's, and that's why I love doing these is because she, she's a part of your life and obviously you guys are a part of hers and you guys have to work around. How do you guys find the time yeah. to make music and not distract from your family duties?
1: Yeah, it, it is a, it's, like, it is a, it's difficult. Um, because we're on like such a schedule with the kids and their activities, especially in school and everything. But, um, you know, because, because music is what brought Colin and I together. I think that's our passion. That's our thing that we love doing together. And that's how we fell in love. So that's why at night, instead of just like putting on a Netflix documentary, which we do as well. And we do, you know, all will watch all Guil- guilty, 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 totally. Yeah. But we also will take time to write or he will, he, I mean, his thing, he like loves coming up with new riffs and new ideas and he's always at the computer. So he wants to do that stuff. And then he'll give them to me and even I'll just kind of go away into like our living room and then I'll come up with some things too. So we both really love like writing music, probably him so more than I do, but I like doing the lyrics and stuff. He was asking how we fit the family time into into music, but we that we mostly like we're like we're gonna run our set for Europe tonight, and we've been running it every day, and and our set coming up for our other shows. We wait till she's in bed, honestly, or th- all of them are in bed, and that's kind of how we do it in the garage. And that's <laughs> how we gonna get it going? So,
0: ye old garage band, you
1: do what you can do, <laughs> and luckily we live in a, a rural enough area. That nobody really hears us and it's fine.
0: I was curious, um, just roundabout, are you guys in the Dallas, Fort Worth, Arlington? I mean, you don't have to give me like your street address, but just general idea.
2: No, we live, um, so if you're familiar with the DFW Metroplex, we live Mm -hmm. in the northwest corner, Mm -hmm. which is Denton. And so Denton County, there's a small town within Denton County called Argyle. So technically our address is in Argyle, Texas, but we... We we're get, it's, it's tough, right? Because yeah. like overseas, you know, nobody knows where Argyle or Denton are, but everybody knows Dallas. So it's simpler just to say Dallas, Texas, you know, but we're not really from Dallas. Dallas is, you know, 45 but when minutes we, away. But
1: when we toured with El uh, Nino the, uh, this last June, we said Denton and people knew where that was. Texans know, yeah. know where Denton
2: yeah. is. But. Yeah. So. So UNT is here. If you know, um, yeah. University of North oh, Texas. Oh,
0: Texas knows where Denton's at. Right,
1: right. So it's a great music town, and it's like a lot of great people, and very. It's kind of like a mini Austin, is what we're told.
0: Yeah, that's what I. I can't remember which artist or band member I spoke to, but they actually went to, went to school in that area for music, and it was, I guess because I'm not since I'm not actively looking for stuff like that, it yeah. was kind of news to me. It was almost like Ber- Berkeley Light or something. So percent um, it is. So I just think it's cool that there's. I just, I think it's cool that there's another, you know, another one of those in the middle of the country where people actually, you know, want to go and pursue, pursue music career stuff there.
1: Yeah. I just met, I met, we met a girl at a wedding a couple of months ago and she said she was, she's an active opera singer and she also does other stuff. And she said she went to UNT for music because she knew it was such, such a great, Nora Jones went to UNT.
0: Oh, Brian, shout out North you know Jones. That? No, I no little nugget there. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of music and all things fun, tell me about the tour that you guys are getting ready to rip apart the European continent to include, I'm assuming, your maybe pre your preparation local shows with uh, Oceans of Slumber and Hiniana.
2: Yeah, so let's start there. We yeah. are playing two shows at the end of the month. So January 26th here in Dallas at Trees and January 27th at White Oak Music Hall in Houston. Houston. So no Austin, sadly. Um, we would love to do it, but, you know, Sunday's not always a great night for shows. So we're doing the Friday, Saturday here. Um, yeah. So anybody in Dallas or Houston, make sure you show please. up. And then uh, yes, as you mentioned, we're doing those with uh, Oceans of Slumber and Hinayana, which uh, I believe those guys are from Austin, if I'm not mistaken. So
1: okay, yes, little-
0: so like ish esque, and Oceans is Houston. Mm-hmm.
2: So we got the whole spread of uh, Texas cities minus San Antonio.
1: Yeah, and you know, like we've we've I've wanted to play shows with Oceans of Slumber for a while because I just think Cami's such a great vocalist. So I am really looking forward to meeting all of them and. Yeah. And we know one of their um, their bass player,
0: Samir, yeah. Samir,
1: um, when we were on tour.
0: Samir. Yeah. yeah, With
1: Evergrey and um, Shattered Sun. So, yeah, it's been you know, it's like it is kind of becoming a more close knit community and we're all c- connecting. And so that's been really awesome just to get to know everybody. And so we're excited. We're re- These shows are going to be great. And Trees is the best venue ever. We played there like a year and a half ago, so September of at the
2: tail end of the pandemic. And yeah,
1: it was, it, it's the most <clears throat> amazing sound system ever. So, yeah, so yeah
2: we're, we're going to do those two shows and, uh, that'll be the week, I guess, two weeks technically before we head over to Europe. Um, so we're going across, uh, most of Germany, um, the Netherlands. And then we, you know, the way tours are structured these days, we're, we're trying to hit like the major markets in a few places. So we're going to London. If you're in the UK, you're disappointed that we're not going to some of the other places. But London and then we're doing Paris. We're also doing Budapest in Hungary, uh, Zlin in the Czech Republic, and lastly, um, one show in Belgium. Um, So, yeah.
1: And then like a million Germany
2: days. Yeah. So so Germany and the the (laughs) Netherlands for the most part, but then a few other.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of Germany. (laughs) But that's amazing, you know.
2: Yeah. And I, I mean, we should mention we were supposed to go in 2020 in April and the strangest thing happened around <laughs> that time. <laughs> so we didn't make it over um, at that time. And right. Something strange happened in the world. So, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to being able to get there finally. I think um, we didn't mention but the, the, the bands that we're going out with, a band called Serenity um, and then another band called Temperance. And Temperance yeah. was one of the bands we were supposed to go out with in 2020. So they did us a real favor here and uh, basically you know hooked us up with another opportunity to come across and, and play some shows. So yeah, we're really excited about that and uh, yeah, hopefully it's a, it's a good you know stepping stone for the band to, to continue to grow the, the audience, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Is it the first trip overseas for you guys individually or as a couple? Uh,
1: as a couple, yes. Have we been to Europe? No. No.
2: We've been off the c- continent, but not here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we've both been to Europe. Yeah. Um, but not, you went, a, you sang in Vienna for a while, right? Well, I
1: sang, when I was living, I lived in Austria for three months um, when I was singing oh. opera, And then, so I, my German's pretty good, but I need to, I'm doing my Duolingo, like trying to get it back up.
0: Um, yeah. I didn't even think about that. It, yeah, is... I would, I would, that would have to factor into your overall presence as an artist to be able to communicate with your fans, just even in the slightest.
1: I mean, I, so we speak, we both speak French because we grew up in Canada. So that's the Paris one will be pretty good. Although everybody says that everybody speaks English.
0: Hey, what's going on guys, Ryan here. Just wanted to let you know that I had some technical difficulties at this point of the conversation and actually a little bit later on, um, my computer decided to have another heart attack. So there wasn't much lost. Uh, we're going to get back into the interview, but I just want to let you know that there was like a hard pause for about five minutes while I tried to sort my shit out. So anyway, just want to give you a little tip there. Uh, let's get back to the interview. Okay, are we back? Are we good? Where do we leave off? It's currently already recording. Oh <laughs> well,
1: yeah, so I've been to Europe and I I speak Italian and I speak German and I um, speak French. So oh, I mean enough to get by in all these places just because of the the opera background. But I still am trying to. I I, I should have started earlier, but I'm still trying to brush up on all of that. But the cool thing is, because I have because um, I have a lot of opera singer friends that are still singing overseas, we have friends that are coming from the opera in Paris, in London, in the Netherlands, and lots of people coming in Germany. So that's going to be just nice. I haven't seen many of them since before the pandemic. You know, one of my best friends is coming to the London show, and I haven't seen her in years. So that's just going to be a really special, It's going to be really cool to get over there.
0: Yeah. How do you, how did you guys get on that bill to go and, and do all the fun stuff overseas?
2: Yeah. I mean, I can take that one. The, yeah. the guys in temperance were supposed to go out with us in 2020. Um, Tour yeah. canceled due to the pandemic, of course. And then we kind of stayed in touch, like yeah. just continued to follow each other on social media, that type of thing. And so when I saw they were going out with Serenity, Seren- both bands are um, Napalm bands. So um, we've we've had some very light interactions, kind of, you know, roundabout way with Napalm. So I thought, well, this would be a good fit for us. And um, just reached out to, to Marco, my friend. Marco. He's uh, their guitarist. Actually, he plays in, in both, both bands. bands. Yeah. So he has a lot of... He has he's a, lot a of,
1: great singer, too. Right. He has a yeah.
2: lot of pull, yeah. a lot of sway over there. Yeah. So, um, he was like, "Yeah, sure, we'll we'll figure it out." So that that was really the. They were
1: like, "You want to come?" We were. Yes, okay. we do. The power of social media, I guess, and just staying connected. And so we just figured it out, and this was back in the fall, I guess. Yeah.
0: What do you do with the kids? Grandma,
1: Grandpa.
2: Grandma and Grandpa are coming for a long, <laughs> a long vacation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Grandma and Grandpa are going to move in for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Which we're so grateful for yeah they're amazing
0: and what do you what are your what do your kids say like i know the youngest one probably won't completely comprehend it but you know are they are they supportive like yeah mom you know dad go crush it you know have fun send us a postcard Well,
1: yes but they are they're also like we they want it they're like can we come
0: they want to come
1: and we just say like maybe when you're a little older yeah I mean, it would be so expensive to do now, but I mean, that's the dream, right? Like, yeah. Vakin 2027, 20, 20, everybody comes or something, yes. you know?
0: Yes, I'll come. I'll I'll show
2: up. Okay, great. Our yeah. our setup is is pretty lean, right? So we have yeah. the four band members. We do virtually everything ourselves. I shouldn't say virtually. We do everything ourselves. So our overhead is pretty low. So we conceivably could. I mean, again. It, it's not practical at this point, especially not during school. But yeah, we could figure out a way to maybe, you know, turn a tour into like a road trip, family road trip kind of thing. But yeah, um, yeah, not, we're not quite there yet.
0: Man, that would be. I know that my daughter, you know, since my wife and I have traveled Australia, Europe, the Middle East, North America, obviously. And we tell her, but well, we'll take you wherever you want to go. Right. Pick a place. Yeah. And hers is japan um but she also does understand the culture over there and you know she wants to learn japanese she's 10 almost she's turning 11 but she wants to learn japanese and i told her i made this deal with her totally when you learn japanese enough to speak a sentence or a paragraph i think the deal was i'll come up with the paragraph or whatever and if you can properly translate it or speak it then we'll book the tickets. But until then it's on you.
1: That's an incredible incentive.
0: I kind of can't wait to go. Cause I'm a car, I'm a, I'm a car guy. So the Nissan, the JD Japanese domestic motors over there. Oh my God. I'm, it's such a different culture over there in terms of just day-to-day life and just how they, like, I was watching this video. I don't know if it was scripted or, or what, but I genuinely believe it is true That there was a seven eight nine year old girl riding the subway walking through the streets and it's like their mentality over there is you know protect the kids or like you know what i mean like Like,
1: incredibly safe
0: i won't let my kid go a hundred yards down the street (laughs) yeah Yeah. well with that i'm going to interrupt briefly to say anyway enough about my japanese trip Yeah, go for it. I'm gonna Colin.
2: step out because I have to go take a meeting for my real job, <laughs> which involves supply
0: chain in Japan at
1: the moment. Yes,
2: so I, will just, I will let you carry
1: on.
0: Oh man, I'll I'll be his roadie. I'll carry his bags.
1: I know it's not it's not for music, but yeah, maybe one day, one day. Actually, actually, Serenity just toured there. We're opening for, so we're like, okay, maybe a possibility. You never know. But yes, it is hard with the kids, like figuring out.
0: What's oh like. yeah. Yeah. So, um back to the European tour. My question is, is there one spot that you are primarily looking forward to play at?
1: You know, um there is a place we looked at all the venues and there's, there are a couple, I believe in Budapest, that are huge. And I think because they don't get a lot of acts that are coming through, there's the audiences are massive. So listen, the more people that we can play to, the better. That's that's how I feel. But there are certain cities that I'm excited to go to just because I know that there's going to be people that are near and dear to me that are going to be there. But um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for all of everything. There's, I haven't been to the Czech Republic. I haven't been to the Netherlands. There's tons, like tons of places. Of, like I, even though I lived in Austria, I, I spent a lot of time in Germany because they're like basically sister countries. Um, but there are still lots of cities that I haven't, uh, spent any time in and actually our net our neighbor who is a close friend of mine she is german and she's sending her brothers and sisters to the show who i've never met because in like cities like hamburg and berlin i mean i've been to berlin but she, like she's kind of orchestrated this whole thing saying like my friend's band's coming and they're gonna come or we'll put them on guest list so that's gonna be just cool for me to you know on a human level just to meet these people yeah Yeah, I could, I could. uh, Just my, my American, my American friends, brothers and sisters. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah.
0: Being able to have people over there that you can connect with is definitely important.
1: And our, our other guitarist, Cody, and I also our drummer, Ryan, they've never been to Europe at all. Oh no, sorry. Cody's been there before, but, um, to not quite like, Europe here, like not Germany and, and France and all that stuff so he's really excited and he's uh has a birthday when he's there and then our drummer Ryan I don't think has been ever over there before so he's excited too so just to like have these opportunities is like a miracle I mean just for playing music it's crazy
0: so what are you gonna do what's the gear situation like you're gonna pick some gear up over there you're gonna take something with you
1: Okay. This is, I'm the wrong person to ask, but I will say as a, from a wife's perspective, Colin's been working on this rig. He's been working on this rig for weeks and I think he's finally got it, but there's like different power cables and you need to get these different adapters for the power is different over there. So, I mean, maybe you can help him. Maybe I'll tell him to call you afterwards because he's been tearing his hair out, trying to figure out what to do with different things. Um, but yes, we're going to have a fly rig. We're checking all this luggage, which I never check luggage, but I know I have to. Yeah. I mean, we've got, we're going to they're bring the guitars. We are sharing a kit with the other bands, which is really helpful. And like Ryan will just bring our drummer. will just bring like his pedals and his snare.
0: Probably. I'm like, yeah. I'm so
1: sorry. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm the worst at knowing the band stuff, but Colin can tell you, but that's that has been, a, I will tell you, a massive challenge. Like They've they, the, they have been putting this puzzle together for weeks, and they're continuing to. All I'm like obsessed with is my in-ears, which I'm still waiting for from Sensophonics. Sensophonics, call me. I'm still waiting. I got new in-ears, so I'm just waiting on those. But otherwise, hopefully, we can figure everything out once we're there. I don't know. We're going to be on a tour bus, so we have not a lot of space, but... Yeah. That
0: was my other question: Is how are you guys going to get around? Because I know that the rail. When I was there, the rail system, I absolutely loved it. But then in a tour band setting, I wasn't exactly sure: would it be bus? Would it be, you know, Mercedes Sprinter or you know whatever?
1: When we toured um, with Dropout Kings and Nino um, in June, we we kind of it's in the U.S., so we know where we're going. Like, and we just got our own Ford. Uh, whatever it's called, the giant one and drove around and stayed in hotels and did the kind of like piecemeal thing around the U S because we know America and it was mostly just Texas, you know, up to Colorado, like a few places, but then Europe, I, we don't know how to drive on the other side of the road. Number one. We also don't know like exactly where we're going. There's a lot going on, even though I can speak the languages, kind of it's a lot more difficult. So when temperance asked us to join, we just said like, what's your situation? So they've got a nightliner over there, which I've never been on. So it's like a big tour bus with bunks and the whole thing. And so I'll be like the only girl, maybe there's another, like there's two girls with like 20 Uh men, but it'll be hilarious. And yeah, (laughs) that's going to be my first experience, but I can, the cool thing is we play, we come off, we'll have to shower at the venues. We come off and we get in our bunks and we drive two or three hours and then we stay in that city and they know what they're doing. So we said, okay, fine, we'll just do that. So yes, I'm, it'll be a new experience for me. Just go
0: along for the ride, literally. I go along
1: for the ride. I will bring all my podcasts and my books and.
0: What podcasts are you listening to these days? And, and what books are you reading? What are you going to take with you?
1: So thank you for asking. Um, I'm a huge book nerd. True crime. No. <laughs> um, my podcasts are more, um, uh, I really love Lex Friedman and I love the Andrew Huberman, kind of like the healthy ones. I love We Can Do Hard Things with Glennon Doyle. And then I uh, I'm reading this book right now that I cannot recommend highly enough. It's called Demon Copperhead. By Barbara King Solver, it is a story of like an Appalachian boy oh. in the '90s, the drug cri- opioid crisis. It's so amazing. One of my very close friends, Julianne, recommended it to me. It is riveting. Like Colin's, like, are you coming to bed? I like keep. I cannot stop reading this book. I love Brene Brown. I'm reading the new Jonathan Franzen. So I've got a whole thing. I mean, Colin's like, you can't pack your entire suitcase full of books, but that's my plan.
0: Man, you. Are just you're a you're a busy la- you're a busy lady. I'm a like, busy lady. I mean <laughs> I struggle with just <laughs> one kid running one podcast and and just waking up on time. You've got you're reading all these books, you're going on tour, folk list of a four-piece. I mean, bravo, you and Colin both. Like, I wish I had where's my sample pad at? I'm not sure. If- You probably can't hear it, but I can.
1: I can hear it. I mean, I think because
0: of like- It was a round of applause. Thank you.
1: I did hear it. No, I think because like you read the Texas Monthly article written by our dear friend, Rachel. I I think after like a lot of the trauma that we've been through, a lot of the things, we just keep it moving, man. That's like what we do. We just keep it moving and we don't look back. We just try and- live in the moment and be the best parents we can be, the best people we can be and do what we love. That's like kind of what life is about, I guess. I mean, there's not like, there's shitty days. Of course, there's lots. Oh yeah. We we know we're like, what makes us happy. So focus on that stuff when like, I mean, there's a lot, there's crazy stuff going on in the world, but, and I'm kind of a Twitter junkie. So I like, I really
0: <sighs> Me too. I need to put
1: it down sometimes.
0: <laughs> hey. I'll I'll admit, I don't don't contribute too much to the Twitter space or the X space. I will share articles here and there. I don't either. I will doom scroll the shit out of that app.
1: 100%.
0: Okay, everybody. This was the last epic failure of this episode uh, due to my computer. We talked about their sound and how they are a perfect fit for... The European tour, the European market with their, you know, I think I said something to the effect of their symphonic big production value, high energy shows, which you expect over there. But I had to do my best with what I had. So here is the last little tidbit that I was able to salvage. But again, apologies on my end. We're going to do a redo and a part two with these guys when they get back. But here is the end of the episode. Ashley, I wish you the best. Tell Colin I hope that uh, he closes the deal and gets all the law, you know, supply chain stuff figured out. <laughs> if you could, just let everybody know where they can reach you on the socials or get in contact with you.
1: No, if you want to find anything about us, go to www.weartulip.com. All of our info's there. You can follow us on Instagram. Twitter's not, like, I'm not, we're not that big on the Twitter, for on the band side. Um, but Facebook and everything. So all the info's there. All the tour dates, everything. That's the best way to get in touch with us. And, yeah, we can't wait to see everybody. Um, and please come to the Texas shows. Those are already doing really great. But, yeah, the Dallas show, 26th. The Houston show, the 27th. You're gonna be great and um, really, really talented people
0: gonna be those shows, so yeah. Well, Ashley, I wish you That's it. nothing but the best. I know that you guys are going to kill it and be safe in your travels. I look forward to hearing from you guys for the part two whenever you return and you have all kinds of stories and amazing things that you want to share with everybody. That we didn't get to see while we stalked your socials so we will wrap this up here and we will talk soon bye everybody